Toronto City Council has voted in favor of a landmark transit deal with the provincial government that would avoid a subway upload, but will cancel the city's own plan for a relief line and one-stop Scarborough extension in favor of the province's Ontario line and a three-stop extension in Scarborough. So it seems that the province and the city both on board to work together. And as we heard in the federal election campaign, the Trudeau Liberals have said that they will also back the Ontario line. Let's uh, welcome in author and Toronto Transit advocate Steve Monroe for more on this. He joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Just uh, first off, are we finally seeing some light at the end of this very long transit tunnel? And tell me it's not an oncoming train. Um, <laughs> Knowing transit plans in Toronto, if anything, it's not the headlights, it's the taillights, because we are forever chasing it and never catching up to it. <laughs> um, the, there are a couple of, of fairly substantial concerns with this. Uh, one is that the design, uh, you know, as has been repeatedly said by the city's own reports, the g- design is at a very early stage, and there be, may be some substantial changes. And this runs headlong into Metrolinx's stated schedule. They want to issue a request for proposals to build this thing in one year from now, uh, summer, fall of 2020. And uh, you don't do that with a line that you're still figuring out where the stations are going to be uh, and whether it's going to be on the surface or underground. That seems overly aggressive, particularly when we look at something like uh, what's gone on, what's happened at Union Station. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, there have been... Um, I, I don't want to get sidetracked into talking no. about all the, the issues at Union. Um, Point being, though, government is not very good at deadlines, particularly tight ones, I think. Uh, well, yeah. And yeah. I mean, the, I mean, there's a whole separate thing with the Ontario line proposal that one of the things that they don't talk about much, but it's again, it's in the city's report, is offloading demand from Union Station onto the Ontario line, having people transfer before they get to downtown. And the problem is they want to do this one station away from Union, which I think they're being extremely optimistic about the benefits that's going to have. So there's there's other agendas at work kind of behind the scenes here on this thing. Okay, so as uh, somebody looks at this, studies this stuff, uh, writes about it, reports on it, uh, are we on the right track, pardon the pun, uh, with the Ontario line, do you think? Um, This is one of those glass half full, glass half empty things. Uh, Probably the single most important thing the Ontario line does is goes to Eglinton as stage one. Uh, There had always been a problem with Splitting. I mean, the study was split into Relief Line South, which was uh, Pape Station's downtown, and Relief Line North, which was Pape Station to somewhere to be determined to the north, although Don Mills and Eglinton was the obvious place to go. And frankly, the, problem, the way that was split up, the southern part was the city study and the northern part was being done by the province, and they dragged their feet on it. And then when the election came along, uh, all work on the Relief Line North stopped dead and, and never restarted until we saw, obviously, Metrolinx was uh, cooking up their own scheme. So the, the idea of going to Eglinton is really important as part of the first stage, and I think that improves it a lot. Having said that, there are... Design decisions they have made, such as trying to go above grade through Leslieville, Riverdale, and then also the extension, the route of the extension from Osgood Station west and south to the exhibition, are both very problematic uh, from a construction point of view and from a neighborhood impact point of view. And this works completely contrary to the idea of getting the design finished and out the door in time for a bit a year from now. Mm -hmm. You know, with the uh, vote uh, the other day in City Council 
voting in favor of this deal with the provincial government and the Fed saying they're in as well. I think uh, people are optimistic because it seems as if all three levels of government are finally on the same uh, page working together on uh, something. Is that the way you read this? Well, not entirely, because all three levels of government were already prepared to spend money on transit, and if anything, it was the province that was dragging their feet, particularly with the change in government, where the uh, the received wisdom was that we were going to be saving money every place we could. And so, uh, I mean, one of the things that, that shows up in this deal, uh, that's, it's a double-edged sword, because, yeah, the province is going to build us all these lines, but Toronto is responsible for the cost of operations and maintenance, and that is a huge bill facing the city, you know, eight, ten years out when the lines finally open. And it's not only the expenses, but it's also uh, the differing uh, plans that uh, we're going down one road. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to stop and uh, we're going to proceed uh, this way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that affects both the Ontario line, which has revised the alignment for the relief line, and the Scarborough subway, which we're, we're now back to another variation on that in Scarborough. Um, and, of course, the construction for that line has been pushed out. The, t- the timetable has been pushed out three years from what the TDC was expecting to do with a line that just went to Scarborough Town Center. So what do you think that has done uh, to the city, uh, the stops and starts when it comes to not only the plans, but also uh, the costing out of it, who's responsible uh, for what costs? Uh, When we look at this uh, city that is crippled by uh, gridlock and uh, congestion, uh, how much does this uh, cost the city not really uh, getting uh, on the same page when it comes to transit? Well, uh, I think the most important point is that people are very jaundiced about believing that transit is an alternative. Uh, you know, we talk a good line about getting people out of their cars, about providing alternatives for people to move around. But when it comes to actually building stuff, we're, you know, we, we don't do it. We don't do it quickly. And we complain about how, oh, my God, it's going to cost so much. We can't possibly afford this. Um, and getting people out of their cars and providing good transit service ain't going to be cheap. Now, conversely, leaving people in cars and in gridlock Well, that's not an option either, Uh, but you can't just pave over all of downtown um, in order to theoretically, you know, you'd have, have, well, we know there's a a longstanding problem with expressways that as fast as you build them, they fill up. So uh, the the idea that you can somehow pave your way to getting rid of gridlock is is a false promise. Yeah, it just seems that there's been so many governments at so many different levels that have just kind of kicked the can uh, down the road and nothing gets uh, solved, nothing gets agreed upon, nothing gets uh, done. And I'm just wondering, is it kind of one of the more irresponsible things that uh, government uh, has done that uh, they've neglected this? Yeah, it's it's irresponsible on, on two levels. One is that we, you know, we barely build sort of for what we think today's problem is, let alone for tomorrow's problem. Uh, and a big issue with a lot of the transit plans is that many of them are still, I mean, we're, we're, the Ontario line is a perfect example uh, in that it's dealing with congestion of getting people to downtown, which is a quite legitimate a concern, particularly given that all the growth in jobs and a lot of the growth in population is occurring downtown. So somehow you've got to get people down there. But there's a lot more to Toronto than downtown Toronto, and we're not doing a whole lot to deal with, you know, people talk about congestion. The 401, you know, here's traffic reports in the rush hour. The people who are driving, driving back and forth across the 401 aren't going downtown. They're going back and forth between, you know, Durham and Scarborough and North York and, uh, uh, you know, Peel region, uh, and and there's nothing on the table for them. I uh, really appreciate the time and the perspective. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. There goes Steve Monroe, Toronto Transit Advocate.